Welcome to the Chilling with Dylan podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Deckard. Today's guest is McCray Olson from Big Brother 15. We're going to discuss all things Big Brother 22, pre-gaming, his season of 15, and more. Enjoy. So my first question, I just want to start with this year has kind of been crazy, 2020. So how are you doing? How's life going this year? And just overall um i uh it's not bad i work at a i do social media for a gas station and so uh-huh. i like which is crazy but uh yeah so like basically uh yeah my year's been i mean some i've had to work at the gas station just because we've been losing people so sometimes i have to like hop in there but basically i can do my job from anywhere i can do it from home so like it's uh it's a blessing basically uh being able to not be around people still have a job yeah uh, really uh-huh and you're you're in minnesota right yes sir it's is it getting cold up there yet because i know that's a pretty cold yes. state <laughs> it's, yes it's starting to tr- cool down it's like 60s i guess but yeah it's you can feel it coming like all the trees are changing right now it's beautiful outside that's yeah. what i was looking at. um but yeah it's you can it's just ever present it's creeping closer winter is coming you know yeah. <laughs> all right so I want to get into Big Brother 22 um, and the mess that it is. So just to start off, what are your overall thoughts on the season so far? Just overall. Um, I went in with so much hope and expectation. Um, Just like the cast. I mean, the cast wasn't that bad. I was like, this could be something real. Um, But basically, we've gotten week after week of just like the same bullshit. You know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I, everyone just wanted it to be differently, uh, to work differently, I guess. But, uh, you know, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, well, at least we have something. We have Big Brother, I guess. But mm-hmm. even that is just like, even saying that is just like, I'm over it. I'm basically over Big Brother at this point, or this season anyways. Yeah. Um, so I want to go more into the cast. Um, mm-hmm. There's some issues with the cast, lack of old school players, and then also – the preseason alliances that happened and um, that led to people going far, mm-hmm. AKA Derek and Dan have been mentioned a lot for setting up Memphis and Cody. So if you could just talk about your thoughts on preseason alliances and the cast as a whole, if you are a fan of the cast going in or if you thought there should have been, should have been some changes. Um, I think there obviously should have been some changes, but again, it's one of those things where it's like, well, be grateful for what you get, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we have a season at least, but I mean, come on. I like the cast wasn't too bad. You're right though. It's like, yes, I would have loved old school players. That's who I want to see. Like seeing Kayser and Janelle together was just like, Oh yeah, this is the greatest shit ever. So it's like that stuff, like it had me hype. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They, <laughs> they should have put me on. No. <laughs> um, but I think I honestly am like, I thought it was, the cast was fine. The pre-gaming stuff is like, that's really annoying for me because it's just like, you know, I, I don't know. There's, and the, the problem with pre-gaming is that there's no way to combat it. How are you supposed to do combat that, you know? Like, basically, you'd have to get rid of every person from the cast. If, the, you know, you, like you found out that they were pre-gaming, how? Like, there's no way to, like, properly do it, I guess, so... I don't know. I feel like everyone said, or, you know, the counterpoint is like, well, it's happened in, it happened in all-stars also, or like original all-stars. And like, no matter what survivors all do it too. Like every game where people come back, there's pre-gaming, you know? Um, 
that's that's what I say. I, I guess is like I fucking I don't like it at all. But I think that what's your alternative? How do you solve this? You know, to me, it's like it's not worth talking about because like, what are you gonna do to fix it? Or like, propose something? I guess you know. Yeah. Except for like legally going after people, I guess basically that's like the only recourse you have. I don't yeah. Know. So talking about the people that left early, Janelle, Kesar, Keisha, Nicole, Anthony. Do you think they were just screwed from the jump, kind of? Or do you think it was some of the things that happened the first couple of weeks? Obviously, Janelle's a huge threat, and obviously yeah. she's linked to uh, K-Star. So do you think they were just on the bottom going in, or how do you think the first couple of weeks worked out with the committee getting set up and everything? I think that, I mean, yes, there obviously was pre-gaming, and from like what Janelle says, I guess it's basically does sound like there was definitely pre-gaming obviously. Um, but on the other hand, I think that like, I'm going to sound just like bitter, I guess, but I, I like Nicole Anthony, like shut the whole thing. I think like Kevin being not a great player, like there was legitimate opportunities for the outsiders is what I would call them to band together to make a, an opposition force basically. Like the problem, like they had enough people that it's like, okay, week one, they take a shot at you, you know, basically you guys have to mount an opposition and do something about it. People say like, well, they should have, they didn't win any HOHs. And it's like, I agree. But when you have like a team that you, that are behind you and you know, like, okay, we are all working at the same place. We're working together. We're all have the same common goal. I think then, you know, you don't necessarily have people throwing it because they know that they're like on the chopping block. So I think that like, just because no one won doesn't mean that if there wasn't an alliance formed, people couldn't have won with like that understanding. I think psychologically having an alliance is huge, to be honest. I think like, um, I don't know, they could have won something actually, if I think they had like, you know, someone that they like, okay, we need our team to win. Like, but everyone was like, well, I'm with the cool kids. So I like, I don't need a win. You know, it's like everyone had their little, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So that's why. I saw some things on Twitter about big brother being broken and it needs to be fixed that the last three, four seasons, there's been this one big alliance that starts in the beginning. The outsiders don't realize they get popped off one by one. And then it's kind of gets good during jury, but they're not really likable. So it's still kind of terrible. Mm -hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on the game of Big Brother and this kind of phase it's in where they're getting these Instagram influencers who don't know how to play and it's mm -hmm. kind of just like a popularity contest and the outsiders are getting picked off rather than the one side versus other side going at it head to head? Um, I think that like even, I think that like this season will show you that like, okay, so yes, there is influencers and shit like that, that like, don't necessarily know how to play the game but that when they get in there they kind of learn it i mean even like again i was like hanging out with janelle and brett last night and brett was talking about how like he didn't he's never seen game one or you know he's never seen the show when he before he went in so like he is the prime example of like a dude that left like a mark on the show without being a, just being an influencer or whatever like I was like, I was talking, I was like, there's three things that he had where it's like he had the anal lice, which is all time, all timer, anal, him typing in anal lice and laughing all time. Um, and then him with the hide and go veto, 
he made up the defense strategy where he put all the beds against the thing, you know, it's like, that's like, no one could have thought about that. All the times you ever watch a show, you would not think of that. That dude just like created that. And like, obviously like him just like blatantly lying and like throwing Rockstar on the bus. It's just like, these are like all time moments, at least from that season where it's just like everything else from that season is forgettable. You know, it's like this dude just had, I like, I'll make the debate all the time for like, recruits i guess you know um because like if everyone just played like me or feedster it's like everyone would just lay low all and like basically that's what we're getting right now is because everyone knows how to play to a degree so everyone's just laying low um so the way that you fix it i guess in my opinion would be that you have to incentivize making moves or incentivize doing things um whether that be incentivizing by like i was trying to think of like I don't know how Big Brother could fish out or like be like, okay, well, this this is what the fans are talking about. Like some way that you like bring in like, okay, the fans do something, go do something, please, or incentivize it by money. Like, so, I, I, you know, like throw out like if you don't – if you're one of the opposite votes from the house – there's an opportunity to win money, maybe something like that, where it's just like throw a wrench into things so people can't plan as easily because that's the thing is everyone can plan for it, you know, plan for what's going on. We've seen it before a million times and they just keep doing the same shit. Plan for it, then, you know, it's easy. Yeah. So I had this thought a couple of weeks ago and I want to run it by you. What are your thoughts yeah. on if Julie didn't say the vote number? Because they always don't want to have that one shy vote away. So yeah. what are your thoughts on if she didn't say the vote number and it giving them more opportunity to just throw votes where they want? I like that. I've heard other people say that as well. Um, I think that is a good way to do it. And like, it's one of those things where it's like, well, I think that one change won't change everything. Like that won't make it necessarily 100% fixed. But I think that change with like other stuff would make it like, better i guess yeah i think that is a definite thing that needs to happen to be honest mm -hmm. um so going back to janelle a little bit i want to talk about this cast relating to covid19 mm -hmm. um and i must there was rumors that josh and casey tested positive and that's why they went to the challenge so how do you think janelle would have done and the season in general if it was filmed let's say 2021 and yeah. she got her best friend rachel riley on or Jessica Nixon was there, or Vanessa Russo got to play. Like, we lost a lot of people due to pregnancy, and then somebody like Frankie Grande said he didn't want to play because of COVID. So yeah. how do you think it would have differed with those people or more, and if it was filmed next year? Well, I think that's the bummer of it all, because, like, I say that I think they'll probably end up doing the same kind of thing. They'll do second chances or they'll do some other, they'll, they'll pay, take a page out of survivors playbook and be like, we're just going to like put something on there and get more people to play because I mean, it's like, you don't have to do casting then. Um, I guess like, but the, on the other hand, like Robin's casting for uh, BB can right now, you know, it's like, they're not going with like all stars or whatever they could be, I guess they could just say like, but who knows? Um, I don't know. I think like hopefully Big Brother's like, well, let's just take, yeah, let's just do that. Let's just do All Stars again or do Second Chances or something like that. Like, uh, I don't know. Hopefully bring back Cameron. That's who I want to see back. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Like the problem is that like, I feel like Janelle didn't, she had the everything stacked against her. She had her one friend, uh, but like, 
I don't know. Like, if it was Rachel, I mean, it might be the same issue. It might be just like, I, like the problem is that's like I, I would either one hundred percent be working with Janelle, or I'd be a hundred percent like, I need to get Janelle out of the damn house. You know, how do you not? How do you play with her and be like, yep, I'm just gonna leave her around. You know, unless you're like tight and in alliance with her. I, I like I obviously get her out first. I don't know. I threw Rachel out there because I know her and Nicole friends all don't get along, and I would love to yes. see. Oh my That's god. <laughs> yes. That oh. would be the greatest. Uh yeah. It's a real bummer that there's like no one that was like willing to go in there and shred Nicole because yeah. I mean Nicole's insufferable. Anyone with the name of Nicole, I think, is insufferable, I guess, at this point. Um, so I want to get into the the triple eviction. Your thoughts on that. Um I saw some people tweeting that they, they did that out of the blue just because all the viewership was crumbling down. Um, yeah. And it was kind of boring to watch because we obviously knew Kevin and David were going. And then I guess Danny was a little bit of a surprise. But um, what were your thoughts on that whole thing? And do you think that'll continue to happen? Um, it was – I liked it. I get nervous every time there's, like, a double or triple. Um, I thought it was all right, I guess. I don't know. It was entertaining. I don't know. Like, it's still – it's still like Christmas to me, I guess, where it's just like, oh, so excited to see what the hell goes on. The thing about that, though, is like they had so much time to plan for it. Obviously, like production gave it away in the beginning or before with the Dr. Will video, um, which is just like so infuriating. Um, but the thing about doubles and triples now is like, again, it's something that everyone expects. You can play around a double. Like you can play like no going in like, OK, well, if a double happens, this is our game plan. Um, they should put a triple like week two, week one, because no like stuff isn't solidified completely, you know. And there's the craziness of who could win, what gonna. I, I don't know. Like I say, throw it in earlier. It, it'll probably create more drama if it's an earlier thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. The triples, it was all right. We'll take what we can get. Um, so continuing with kind of the Janelle and Brett, and you were hanging out with them last night. I want to talk about the, like the big brother community as a whole. Yeah. Um, Cause obviously there's a lot of people that are really good friends. And then there's a lot of people that don't really get along. Um, yeah. So you've been in the part of that community, I guess, for like seven years now around there. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on it as a whole? Do you think it's toxic? Cause I've heard it's toxic, but also like if you find your true group, people. I guess is the word people. Yeah. Um, it can be lifelong friends. Um, yeah. So what are your thoughts on that community as like a whole? Um, so I think that when you talk about the community of Big Brother, you have to talk about there's two separate parts. Or there's probably like three parts, to be honest. But like there's the alumni and then there's like the fandom, I guess. Mm -hmm. in the, within the alumni, you're 100% right. I think that a lot of them are toxic people, I guess. Like, I mean, obviously, it's the nature of the show is to go on and like you, you have to be a little bit crazy, obviously, to go on the show. Um, but I think it is 100% true. It's like uh, me and Spencer and Judd, like, basically talk every single day, you know, still. Um, I think uh, that's, yes. Like, I, there's plenty. I've been talking to more uh, house guests lately just because, like, it's kind of like everyone's talking. Or, like, we all know everyone that's on the show, basically. Um, so, I... I uh, I don't know. I think I'm a pers persona non grata, I guess, as they say, uh, in the alumni community to certain people, I think. Um, Big Brother Canada, I think 
a lot of them hate me now, <laughs> which is fun. Um, I don't know. It's a, I mean, you basically summed it up where it's like, yeah, it is like, there's a lot of toxicity within the community, but uh, yeah, the good ones are good and the bad ones I, I fucking hate, I guess. That's what <laughs> I would say about it. Um, so to go more into 22, we have, I think five people left. Mm-hmm. Who do you think's playing the best game? Um, so, so far, I guess. And yeah, who is your prediction to win as of right now? Um, it's so tough still. I think like Cody and Nicole are actually in the best positions. Like they both have set themselves up. I mean, Cody winning too much could be, should be an issue. I don't think it will be, but it should absolutely be an issue with these people. Um, Nicole not winning anything basically. I mean, she just won whatever, but I like that is a not enough in my opinion to like hang her hat on for a win, I guess at the very end. Um, I don't know. I think that they'll end up giving it to her if she does get to the end, but it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I know that like Ian Terry will not be a bitter jury member and he would vote for her for sure. You know, Um, I don't, I think more people probably would too. Um, Yeah. I like, I honestly think Nicole win. I I do. I honestly do. Yeah. That's the one answer I didn't want to hear. I'm, no shit. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Yes. It's not what I want either at all. I'm going to take anyone over her winning. Um, but yeah, I don't want her to win. I don't want Cody to win. I would be okay with Enzo winning. I'd be okay with Christmas winning. Uh, I don't want Memphis to win either. I want like anyone that like was coached by their person that won on their season. I want them to do bad. Sorry. Um, yeah. I, that's the way I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking about Christmas, she, was a surprise cast for some people because she yeah. didn't really do anything her season. She broke her foot and then just kind of followed whatever Paul said. David yeah. was another one that was kind of a, like, why are you here type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so within the community, without naming names, were there a lot of people that you found that were, like, kind of jealous that they weren't cast over people that weren't? There's, I mean, that's a, there's a, I think there's another, like, there's two different types of people, I guess, when it comes to the community. There's, or like three, but in the alumni community, there's the people that were visibly, obviously jealous, Andy, like, then there's the people that were like, damn, I'm bummed out. Like, I thought they would bring me back or whatever. And then there's the people that are like me, I guess, that are just like, they will never bring you back. Like, they'll, they'll never have, like. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't care because I knew my ass wasn't ever coming back. Um, so, I mean, there, yes, a lot of people were jealous, I guess, is for lack of a better word. But, yeah, I think it is jealousy. But then there's the crazy ones like Andy that are like, dude, sh- you do not deserve. Talking about Andy, if yeah. you were on this season, how do you think – and I know it's we don't really know, but how do you think he would have done? Because I know he's close with Danny uh, – I guess her name's Brionis now. Um, And I feel like he would be the type to pregame with them. Um, So how do you think he would have done? Coming in as a winner um, also might have put a target on his back, but honestly, maybe not because Nicole is still there. So you could talk Um, about Andy is good at socializing. He's funny. Like, definitely, I'll give him that, of course. Um, He – is insufferable, but I feel like that might be only because I know him now, I guess, or like personally, 
Um, I think that he would go in and he would not be insufferable for a while. And like towards the end, I think people would, it would grate on people. Um, but I think he would do like middle of the pack. Like, I think he would have snuck, uh, like sniff this shit out. Like thing about Andy is like, he's the most overrated, underrated player. Like he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. But like, everyone's just like, he's so good. Like he was okay. But when you talk about like people like Derek season, I guess it's just like, they were playing with like just the shittiest of shittiest players. I mean, like, again, I, you know, like Nicole Anthony is just a terrible player, you know, like Andy actually knew what was going on and is a good player. So I think Andy would have like been in the know when it came to stuff. Now, would he have been like in those big alliances? Maybe I think Danny, like as much as they're friends, I wonder, I think she would have probably liked you up too by like sending him home first, maybe. Um, I don't know. That's I, I would like to imagine that scenario. Um, so I want to tie in 15 to this season. Obviously, your season was the controversy season, as we all know. Yes. And then this season has many, many controversies brought back up. And we also had a couple last season in 21. Um, now, if you go to the other CBS show, Survivor, they don't really have all those controversies. So if you could talk about why you think Big Brother kind of either season after season or every other season is tied in with all these controversies. Do you think it's casting? Do you think it's just that they're um, on you 24-7? Yeah, I think it's obviously a part of that. Um, but to be fair to my season and all these other seasons, like basically there's been like something controversial during every single season since the beginning probably, I'd imagine. Um you know, like, it's just not as publicized. The internet wasn't as big as it was. There wasn't, like, uh, you know, people, uh, like, people aware of, like, okay, like, uh, like the problem is I don't want to say, like, oh, cancel culture is out of control because that's stupid. But I think, like, people have more weapons in their toolbox to use against people that are being ignorant, I guess. Um, so it's a lot more, like, it's a lot louder when it does happen. You get to hear it a lot more because Twitter, big brother Twitter's exploded, I guess. Um, I think, uh, yeah. Uh, I think that it, like the thing about survivor is they can hide anything they want. They can hide it in the edit or, you know, like hide it underneath the edit. Like those things where it's just like, I think that the, the 24 seven nature of big brother, uh, definitely leads, uh, people that don't have anything going on 24 seven to just like, like that becomes their job basically is to watch Twitter or watch big brother post a snappy. Whoa, this person sucks on Twitter, get a million gabillion likes and be validated. You know, I, uh, Twitter, I think big brother Twitter is actually the reason the game sucks now, to be honest. I think it's terrible for the game. Um, we get people like Nicole uh, Franzel, who it's like, oh, I got to pretend to be this di different person so I can get my fan base. But like, the, I, I don't know. That stuff, it's, that's, I think, the real issue when it comes to talking about the game is broken and stuff like that. I think, like, Big Brother Twitter is absolutely the cause of it. And they're the first people to be like, this season sucks. And it's like, well, it sucks because on Twitter and like, and people validate you, uh, i.e., I guess, evil dick. I don't know. You know, it's like, oh, yep, good job. Nicole should die, you know, good job. Like, if it's not like being toxic towards people, it's just being like, 
I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm biased, obviously, but God, I hate, yes. Big Brother Twitter is insufferable. Um, so I want to talk about after these house guests come out. I think the final day is the 28th. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think their reaction is going to be? And how do you think the alumni and the fans are going to react to when they're back on their own social media accounts? Because these 16 were picked because they weren't that controversial, I guess. And now there's all these controversies. Obviously, Nicole lost all her sponsors. Yeah. Christmas lost some sponsors. I don't think Memphis has sponsors, but if he did, he probably would have lost them. Yeah. Um, so what are um, the reactions going to be coming out of the house? I think they're going to be all surprised, I guess, or like a lot of them. I think that they kind of mentioned like, oh, we're so boring. But like, I think a lot of these people are up their own ass that like, they think that like I'm the gift to the world, you know, like I was created to go on big brother and entertain the folks, you know? Um, I think that, yeah, some people are going to be in for a really rude awakening, which is going to be fantastic, but I'm going to guess like apologies, like notes app screenshots are going to be coming out the wazoo. I bet, Um, you know, of just them being like, actually i didn't mean to blah 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 like it's gonna be a lot of that but um i don't know all the alumni basically will try to just get along because like we all will have to run into each other maybe eventually um the good fun big brother people will not give a shit about that stuff and just call people out i guess Um, a lot of like alumni being like you played great blah 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 good on you like yeah just (laughs) average platitudes um I don't know. It's going to be, again, insufferable. So I don't know if you saw that there's a clip that I think Kat from last season posted about like an hour ago. Mm-hmm. And there's rumors that Memphis yeah. and Christmas are kind of Smoking. a thing now. Um, yeah. So you, coming from your own showmance with Amanda on 15, what are your thoughts on the whole Christmas Memphis thing? Um, at this point in the game, it's weird. But like when you get, I guess, uh, there's – I, like to me, I, I I ship it. Like, I'm I'm about it. I'm 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 into that. I guess. Uh, they're like age appropriate. I don't know. There's nothing wrong there. I guess. Like to me, I'm like, oh well, get get while well, the getting's good. I guess. I don't know. I I'm the problem is that like, there's advantages and disadvantages to a showman's. Obviously, at this point in the game, it's like this is just for fun and to pass time, flirting. You know, um, there's no. I don't think there's any game behind it. But I mean, to be honest, like getting that close like they makes them an obvious pair i mean get them out but we're so we're so close to the end doesn't really matter i don't think makes sense um mm-hmm. with memphis and christmas as a pair one of them is gonna be leaving this week if you're in the house right now let's say you take enzo's spot and you're with the two double the cody and nicole partnership and the memphis christmas partnership what's your strategy where how are you trying to get to the final the final two um I like at least right now where I'm at, I guess I would lean more towards Memphis and Christmas. Uh, Christmas is obviously a competitor, but, and like, I might be able to beat Memphis, I guess. Uh, But think about like Cody and Nicole, it's just like, it's too tight. There's like, I don't want to see either of them win. I'd rather see Memphis win before Christmas or before Cody and Nicole. Uh So I mean, that's just where I'm at, but I'm obviously, like, I have bias. All viewers, as we do have bias, I, I guess. Um, but, yeah, it might be different when you're in the house and thinking about stuff, I guess. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what I would go with. All right. So, 
they played a game like week one for the Facebook viewers where they just ask ask us questions. And I want to just ask you three of them really quick, just mm-hmm. to your thoughts. Um, so if you were in Robin Cass's position, who's one person that you would have put on this season that wasn't on this season from any, any season? Uh, Cameron. Okay. Cameron 100%. I like me and him do a show now um, on the block uh, after every event or after every episode, basically. Um, but like, he got so yeah. just stolen. And, like, on t- I mean, with that comes, uh, you know, Jody also, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, these people just, like, basically got the worst thing that could happen to you in the Big Brother game. Uh, I think they deserve to play again no matter what, basically. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm way closer with Cameron. So I, I want to see that dude back so bad because I think he just got such a raw deal. Mm-hmm. Before I get to the next question, I just want to follow up with that. Um, on Survivor, we had somebody, Francesca, who was the first one out, got another chance. Do you, think, yeah. do you think Cameron and Jody will ever get another chance? Ever? Um, again, with, along with my like, thinking of, like, I think they're going to do this again. I think they'll do it for next season. I think, like, to be honest, depending on what happens with all this corona, that they, like – other shows might not i mean they're picking up production stuff like that they're doing productions on other shows but like if it's not happening they might have to like stop production and like the productions are limited to a degree uh the thing about big brother is it's super super cheap and easy to make and i mean so far it's gone without a hitch uh so i think that maybe we might see i don't know maybe springtime big brother early season you know like somewhere around i mean obviously big brother canada but maybe they'll plan around that possibly and then maybe do like again no not having to cast anyone not have to bring people in not have to talk like like i think robin will be the first person to be like well you can't really tell who is so like on a screen like i want to see someone in person like um so i think yeah I, I there there could absolutely be a second chance a season or like you know, people that, like, got done dirty. I don't know if, like, they'll get the same, the same, like, what is it, per diem? Or not per diem, but uh, whatever, money. 40000 to walk through the doors. Like, I don't think they'll be giving up that anymore. But uh, I think they might do something. I think they might. We'll see. Depending on how all this shakes out, absolutely. All right. Um, so if you were brought back to play again, who's one person from another season that you'd want to play with Besides Cameron, and who's one person from your own season that you want to play with too? Um, I'll start with my season because it's super. Like, I want to say Judd from my season, but I mean, as you've seen on like, I mean, if I don't know if you watch Sequester, but Sequester Two, Judd is like a monster. Where it's just like he's too good. Where it's like I like I would love to play with Judd because I can get along with him. Like we're good friends, but it's like that dude scares me in a game sense. That it's just like. I couldn't be, I wouldn't know. I just wouldn't know because like he's liable to do anything. Uh, But the person I would say is obviously Spencer, I guess. Um, Me and Spencer now, like the game that we had in 15 was basically us both just being like side-eyeing each other constantly. Like I see your game, Spencer. But I think if we went back now, it'd be such like, it would be the most like, it'd be chill town. You know, it'd be inseparable. We'd both go down on the ship together. Like, uh, and I think that me and him would like, we are perfectly like two sides of the coin. Like he, he can get in where I can't, I can get in where he can't. I think that we would have a great dynamic. 
Um, someone else that I'd like to play with from a different season. Um, Steve Moses is uh, like how I just talked about Judd, where it's like, I would love to play with him, but I couldn't trust them. Like, I'm like good, good friends with Steve Moses. He's the best, but it's like that mother, you know, um, I'd love to play with him, but like I could never trust him. Um, someone that I'd like to play with is Janelle. Like, I mean, Janelle, like she, even in this um, season, she's, she's talked to how she played. I play like telling the truth. I'm, I'm with, when I'm with you, I'm with you. Um, you know where Janelle stands, you know, if you're with her, you're with her. So it's like, that's something that's so crucial in that game is like being able to trust that someone's not going to just knife you in the back. Um, and I know that Janelle wouldn't if I'm with her. So I'd say, yeah, probably Janelle. All right. And the last question for these little thing is what is you, in your opinion, the best season of all time? Your favorite season? Uh, I usually say seven. Um, I'm a huge Dr. Will fan. Like that's my all-time favorite player. Um, but I mean, obviously, I I feel like everyone knows, I guess. But uh, uh, I think six is where it's at. Six is like the season that got me addicted to the show. Um, that's I think Spencer said his favorite season. Also, um, that's these just yeah craziness all around. There's good like house dynamics. Uh, you know, it's one of those seasons where it's like, uh, you know, you don't always get what you want you know the the friendship or whatever the hell they're called or the nerd herd they end up winning spoiler alert anyone but like that's a thing where it's just like well it's like there's so many great characters you know like obviously that season kind of left a huge mark on the show with them bringing back everyone for seven seasick for seven and then you know like even 14 janelle came back like this season um i think season six is like one of the all-time all-time seasons yeah, I would say my favorite is probably 17, just because I love Vanessa Russo. But oh. I, also, I think the cast on 17 with Austin, Steve. I agree. Devon yep. we got. Yep. Jake came back for Over the Top, which was kind of different, but he still got to the end. Yep. That was, was, that's Jason's first season? Yeah, he, he was like the third one out, though. For, yeah, Jason's out early. Dude, that season did have such a great cast. Like, mm -hmm. so many of those people are so great. Like... Jason is one of the best. I love that dude. Uh -huh. Anytime I'm hanging out, like, I have to hang out with Jason. Yeah. He's always, like, the last one up at any event. He's always just, like, in the middle of the night, like, yo, what's up? Like, the squirrels, you know. Uh, uh, like, it's just fun to just be hammered with that dude. Like, you will laugh. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, J-Mac is in that one, right? That's 17. Johnny Mac. Johnny Mac. The, the great dudes. Yeah, the Nolan Twins, they're great. Yeah, Austin's a great character who went on to do doing really cool yeah. stuff now. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, Steve Moses is, like, one of the best. I love Steve Moses. Um, yeah, that season – I think that season's one of the – yes, that's a gem. So. That's why I think I'm very bitter towards this season is because the one season they bring everybody back, Vanessa just had three kids. So <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, that's a bummer. Uh, she was a great player. Uh, she would have – I don't know. I don't know if she would have been pre-gaming. I don't know. Yeah, but I think they would have taken her out or tried to take her out early. I the think so, too. Would have. I would have. If I was in that house, yeah. I would have tried to take her out because she's dangerous. Yeah. Dangerous. I do not. I would not want to play with her. Scary. Um, so I want to go back to 15. And if you could talk about your casting process, what was it like? How many seasons did you try to audition for if you auditioned or you recruited and just hmm. that whole thing? 
Um, so, I mean, well, I guess, like, yeah, my obsession with Big Brother began, began in season six. Um, season seven, or rolled right into season seven. Then I had to go back and watch two, obviously, for Dr. Will. But, like, that became the start of the obsession. My, like, my friends that I was getting, my friend group that I was getting close to at that time, one of the other guys was, like, a closet Big Brother fan. So, basically, at one point in his career, he tried out, and he tried out, like, multiple times, and he got pretty far into the casting process at one point. And so, like, it's always been a thing, I guess. And then in Minneapolis, they have open casting calls, like, every other year, basically. So, like, he would end up going to them or whatever. But this year in particular, uh, they said uh, – or, like, it was – my I got another friend into Big Brother and he was a hundred percent he's like, I'm gonna be on the show, I'm gonna win it. Like and he's like, I'm going down there to audition. That other friend that I was talking about, he was also gonna go down there and audition and was like, uh, like let's just go to the Mall of America for, you know, food or whatever. Um, I woke up late, I was like, eh, I don't wanna do this. And they're like, Well, Janelle's down here, uh, you know, signing autographs, whatever the hell. I was like, Well, I go down to, it's like an hour away from my, where I used to live. But I was like, well, I could go down there and hang out with, or like meet Janelle, go hang out with my friends, get some food at, or at the Mall of America. Um, and then I just like went there and got in line. And then basically I just destroyed everyone that was in line with me. I, uh, my thing that I did was I basically sat there and I knew, cause my friend he had gone through the process. So I knew that they would bring you in groups of whatever, five, six. And then ask you questions like, all right, of these people in this group, who would you, you know, vote out? Who would you go after? Who would you align with? All that kind of stuff. So basically I sat in that line and I sat there and I listened to what people were saying around me because everyone was like, it's, it's a long line. It's boring. Like everyone's trying to make small talk, you know? So I'm listening to all these people. And then basically once I got into there, like, and I was just super quiet. Once I got in there, I turned on and then just like, this person is dumb as hell. So I'd want them with me because I could manipulate. Like, and I just like started throwing everyone under the bus. Just was like big and like bold, I guess. Um, and then like right after that, they were all like, hey, we should all like exchange contact info just in case one of us gets on. Which to me, I was just like, I wonder if they were like, this dude, this dude's getting on for sure. Um, so yeah, and then I got to meet Janelle, which is fun. Yeah, it's like, uh, then the process just kept going, where it was just like, it, again, started from me being like, well, I'm, I'm going to be late. Like, I don't even think I'll make it, you know? And then the next day, it was like, or the next interview, I was just like, well, they're never going to put me on this show. They'll never put me on the show. So like, I'm just going to go in there as big as I can. Like, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, if you already assume that you're not going to be on, if you already assume that you're not going to get cast, like you might as well just be as crazy as possible because like, what do you got to lose? Uh, so that became like my mentality through all the casting process. And it just kept going where I was like, I don't know why. Like, cool. Like, let's keep doing it. I guess, you know, like as they brought me out to California and it was just like, I'm getting a per diem from big brother. Like my favorite show is giving me money, you know? And then you go to California and then like, you're in like, do not talk to anyone, blah, blah, blah. You know, you see, you have to check in. If you, if you have your pool hours, you have to go and check in with the person, go blah, 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 you know? 
um, I had like a view that overlooked the pool so I could sit there and watch who checked in with the person and like, okay, like make notes. Uh, other people like Judd has like super detailed notes on people, which is super funny to see like him being like, oh yeah, long hair, weird guy. Seems okay. You know, just stuff like that. Uh, talking about me or whatever. Um, but yeah. So like, as, as you're sitting there, it's just like, okay, they keep like, it seems like they're sending people home. I don't see weird white hair guy or, you know, like I, where did he go? So then it's just like, yeah, I just keep seeing less and less and less people checking in stuff like that. And then, yeah, just kept going. It was fucking bizarre, bizarre. Whole um, thing is bizarre. So I want to go into when you first walk in the house and obviously you've known these people for seven years now, but mm-hmm. if you go back, I've been playing this game where I'll, I'll say somebody's name and just what was your first impression of them? Okay. I'll try to, I'll try to put myself back there. I'll try to be fresh. Um, so the first one I have is just Alyssa. Alyssa, I, my first outside, like, I thought she was fine. She was like, I thought she was a normal human being. Um, that's not to say she's not normal, but uh, Alyssa, me and her have a contentious relationship to a degree. Uh, I think we're both different, si- different, completely different people, but uh, we have a mutual respect, I believe now, hopefully. Um, but yeah, Alyssa, from the get-go, like, I did not think Rachel, I did not, like, Judd had to spell um but like right away i was just like eh, eh, normal normal like basically <laughs> i bet you're i'm gonna say that for everyone where i'm like oh yeah these people are not like me therefore <laughs> yeah uh the next one i have is helen uh i mean mom i guess the word just like she seemed like oh nurturing like i'm just you know like i was like i basically relegated her immediately to like oh yeah kathy from what 12 i guess or it's just like you're gonna just anyone that, yeah, I put her in the mom box, mom of the house box, you know, like she's going to be like, uh, the next one I have is we've been talking about him, Judd. Um, Judd immediately. I liked me and him had like basically a day one Alliance. Um, he, um, Judd is, I mean, as soon as I saw him, he was another person that I was like outsider. Like he's not like to Judd. But, like, he doesn't look like Jeremy. He's not, like, super ripped or Howard, who look is just jacked, like I said. Um, but, like, Judd immediately I knew as, like, he's like me. He's outsider. He's not going to fit in with, like, the cool kids necessarily. Like, I'm, he did eventually, of course, and he does. But I was just, like, immediately I knew I had to find people that were outsiders, I guess, or people that weren't like me, or that were like me, not the cool kids, because I am not the cool kids. So, yeah, good, good, good. I immediately thought this guy's going to be good. The next one I have is uh, your showman's Amanda. Um, Amanda, like, again, normal person, I imagine. Um, you know, once I do high-end real estate and all this, like, again, like, Alyssa, where it's just like, these people are from such different walks of life than me, where it's like, I'm a pizza boy that, like, it's stuff that I could not even dream about. Um, but like immediately I thought like, yeah, she's normal. Um, but like the thing that, uh, really got me, I guess with her was that, uh, basically it was day two on the photo shoot outside, but like she would make comments that like reminded me of my friend group basically where like, she was just like, she was crass, you know, she was not afraid to say that's basically how it started was like me just laughing at her jokes all the time. And she's like, I think she noticed that I was laughing at her jokes and she's like, okay, well I'm going to stick next to this guy because he keeps laughing at everything. Like, I think that probably helped her self-esteem. I don't know. Uh, and the last one I got is the winner. First thoughts on Andy. Uh, um, he's another one where it's like, 
he seemed normal. Um, but again, I immediately knew the outsiderness of Andy, um, where he's not the cool guy. He's not going to be like, Oh, what's up? Like the Chads, you know, the world. Um, I knew him as one of me, I guess, where it's like, yeah, we're outsiders. Like we're not going to fit in with the cool kids. Like I need to stick close to this person because he's an outsider. Um, I basically broke everyone down into those two groups, basically outsiders are cool kids. Um, and that's how I knew like, okay, well I'm going to work with the outsiders also in that group would be Spencer basically. So when Spencer brought me into the moving company, I was like, okay, well this might be okay because I've got Spencer who's an outsider. And I think Howard's an outsider. Um, but it was like, yeah, so that's kind of why I actually was just like, well, you're never going to say no to an alliance. But the one reason I was like, okay, I respect Spencer. He seems like a smart ass dude. Um, I, I want to work with him. So when he brought me in, I was like, yeah, okay, well, this will work. But yeah, basically I broke everyone into those two categories. Um, so your season was seven years ago. Uh, mm -hmm. We have Nick and Aaron are now like YouTubers with like mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Netflix um, star Nick. Yeah. He, and he's, that, on, he's on Netflix, right? What's that yeah, blown away? It's like science stuff. Yeah. Um, we have Amanda's very successful in the real estate. Andy's on Twitter all the time. And Alyssa's been the only one that's been brought back. She was brought back for Amazing Race with Rachel. Um, so besides Spencer and Judd, who do you keep in touch with from your season? And do you think anybody from your season will eventually be brought back for Big Brother or Survivor or Amazing Race or anything um, I, I try to keep in touch with some people. There's people that it's like a yearly happy birthday when I see it's their birthday on Facebook, you know, just to be friendly. Um, I remember me and Helen used to talk a little bit just because Helen's like, she's a lobbyist, which I don't respect. That is not a job I respect. If anyone don't get it twisted, but uh, she likes politics too. And I think me and her like get along by being like, oh, like we understand that Big Brother is like politics. Politics is like Big Brother. Um, so I like talking politics with her. Um, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I think they would definitely bring her back. I think it's like Helen was fine and Helen was drama. Like she got going around, you know. Um, do I think anyone will come back for my season? I think so. I think it'll happen. I think this was just like such a speculate or uh, uh uh, spectacular I don't know what word I'm trying to say but uh it, I like this one was uh this season they had to do like they had to bring out the best the best they didn't want to like get into the drama of like oh but I think like they did not want that to be like this is this season of Big Brother was like this is insane you know like in the middle of corona Big Brother basically was like we're doing the bubble shit too and we're gonna like so I think that they knew that the light was especially going to be shined on big brother and they didn't want to take any chances when it came to stuff like that. So like if they do start doing like a second chance and stuff like that, I absolutely see, like I could see Helen coming back. Um, there's a couple people I think that would never do it again for my season. Um, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to, I don't, I don't. Yeah. I think Helen is Helen and Amanda. It's like Helen, Amanda, Alyssa, judd and me i think are the main ones that i like will probably go back nick i think is too i think nick has his own stuff going right now and he doesn't want to get caught up in all this craziness again i think and aaron's the same way where it's like obviously she won't go but um but those are the five i think that like might have an opportunity uh, i only put myself in that because i was non-problematic i guess <laughs> um 
Amanda was obviously problematic, but uh, I want Amanda. Amanda's a great ass villain, you know, yeah. like a woman villain that ran shit. I don't know. I respect it. Um, so talking about the villains, you had two people get booed during your season. Amanda and Aaron were both booed when they left. Um, mm. I'm assuming Jane and Murray would have been booed if she did. <laughs> and then yeah. the next season we have Christine being booed on 16. So yeah. Just what were your thoughts on if you heard Amanda and Aaron getting booed and what were your thoughts on that in the house? And then there's been rumors that they're not allowed to boo anymore um, after Christine because I figured most of Big Brother 19 and 21 would have been booed, but they told them not to. So what are your thoughts on booing in general when the house gets to leave the house? I wonder if... Oh, my, I just put this... Um, I wonder if, like... I wonder if they just, like, they try not to... I don't know, I guess. People still get... I wonder if they pack the audience with people that don't watch the show, just seat fillers. Um, I don't know about the whole booing thing. I don't know if they ever said don't boo, I guess. Um, booing is so dumb, whatever. Uh, they do it on UK, and it's pretty crazy when they come out of the UK house and just like, boo, and they have, like, huge audience watching, like, outside their little door they come out. Um, it's whatever. I think that, like, I mean, the Aaron booing is whatever, Amanda booing, whatever. The, like, Christine was so undeserved of a boo. And, like, I think that perfectly encapsulates how, like, Twitter is ruining stuff, you know? Like, I think that Twitter turned against Christine, even though they didn't have any reason to. And, like, I think that's, like, I think, uh, yeah, that is just the perfect metaphor, where it's just, like, why? Why do they boo Christine? You know, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, so I want, I have two more gameplay questions for you. Mm-hmm. It was a double eviction and you were, had to nominate Alyssa and she ended up getting sent home after she voted to save Amanda and it was Andy who was the rat. Yeah. How do you think it would have been different if you trusted Alyssa and got rid of Andy then and there? Um, I mean, basically, I mean, I played the scenario out a million times. Um, but like, I think that Alyssa would have worked with Gina Marie. I think that as much as like Alyssa worked with you one time, it was like, you could never count on her to work with you the next time after that. Like she was a person that was just like, no alliances basically. Or it, it, like to me in my head, I could not trust Alyssa ever, I guess. So I, in my, I, what I think, I think that she would have worked with Jean Marie. They would have got me out at basically the same exact place fourth, but like, you know, Alyssa would have been the Andy, I guess. I don't think that, or, you know, Alyssa was still physically, like, good at competitions and stuff like that. She could have still won stuff. I mean, I don't – I I don't know. I think uh, – I think uh, – I still think Alyssa would have tried to get me out sooner than later. Yeah. I think she just – me and her just hated each other. Um, Spooky October. Sorry. So, my last question about 15 uh, – oh, I think two more – you were in the final four. If you got to the final two, do you think you beat every single one of them there? Um, I think the same reason that, like, like there's people I don't think would have voted for me. Like, I don't think Alyssa would have voted for me. I don't think um, – I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. Like, depending on who I'm against, uh, Alyssa might not have voted for me. Amanda not, might not have – Amanda would have, but I think Amanda would have, like – I kept on trying to use that as like a tactic as basically being like Amanda's in there tainting everyone 
by being like McCray should win and it's like everyone's gonna hate her so like no one's gonna vote for me so like that's why you guys should keep me uh that was basically my logic is just like yeah everyone's gonna be so annoyed by Amanda constantly being like McCray should win um but to be honest I think I did have like a decent possibility to win um I mean like I think a lot of people respected like me i guess which is interesting to say but like i think everyone knew my circumstance of like being like a poi or whatever where it's like it would have changed my life they knew how big of a fan i was of the game uh and like i think i would have had some explaining to do when it came to like oh well why were you just not riding amanda's coattails or whatever like i would have had to you know show my work explain what i with amanda uh, but i think like it was definitely within the realm of possibility for sure mm-hmm. um so I want to skip to after this show's over. Andy wins. Alyssa's America's favorite. What was it like coming out of the house after being in there for, what is it, 70, 80 days? Um, yeah. And then, as you said, you were just a pizza delivery boy before, and now you have all these people, millions of people that know your name. Um, and I'm assuming there was a lot of love for you, but also hate for the season in general. You probably yeah. got some hate. So what was it coming out and the whole reaction? to? I mean – like for a long time and i think it's true for everyone where it's just like you come out and you're in a weird haze it feels like going to prison basically where it's like you come out everyone knows that you went to prison like everyone's kind of different for some reason you don't really know um you get unstuck in time for a little bit and then you just get placed back in a time and everything is different and strange and weird um it's um it was bizarre. It was so bizarre. Everything about it, even to this day of like yesterday, I went and hung out with Janelle and Brett. Bizarre. Like I'm still a fan. Even still like talking to Janelle is just bizarre to me where it's like, this is the weirdest timeline ever. Uh, yeah. I like, it's fun. It's definitely fun. Like I love it when people love me, you know, people tell me all this crazy shit. Like there's a video on YouTube of this little girl crying when I got evicted. Stuff like that was awesome. But then there's like this real serious dark side where a guy basically like, like he said that he had brain cancer basically and he was going into operation and he could die. Um, he's like, I like my last wish is that I just want to like get lunch with you or whatever. I was like, of course, like, signed a bunch of like merch or what or like uh stuff from the show that i took from the show or whatever you know like signed stuff that i was like oh hell yeah i'm gonna give it to this dude like maybe that'll make his day brighter like he's going into surgery basically long story short he i figured out he was catfishing me or he lied about having brain cancer lied about all this shit like just to like meet me i guess and she's like i would have just met you dude like i literally would have just met you um uh, yes like there is a dark side of like this fandom like and it's not just twitter it's like there's real life crazy people out there that like op- that it, that whole thing opened my eyes like i mean a guy that was basically like i'm gonna meet you at the airport and kill you like i mean it yes i've had like credible death threats and not just like the like go kill yourself stupid or you know like people on twitter just saying for me to kill myself whatever that's not a death threat come on but i've had people that like i know what flight you're on i'm going like credible craziness um so yeah i don't know it's it's such a mixed bag and it's faustian in nature i think um the story of faust is what he don't be careful what you wish for basically um i think it's one of those things it's like i got a wishmaster wish 
and they basically were like, Oh, what do you want? And I was like, I want to go on big brother. And it's like, all right, well be careful what you wish for, because it like, it, it was good, but also like just as much bad came from it in my life, I guess. So I, it's a mixed bag for me. I it's, I've heard of some of these death threats and I think the fans just take it a little bit or a lot of bit too far with how much they're obsessed with this show. Yeah. I think um, it's, uh, yes, the, again, it's the 24 nature, 24 hour nature of the show that brings out people that have nothing to do for 24 hours. And I think like those people are people that like probably can't hold jobs because they're unstable, you know, stuff like that. I think there's a, just a greater portion of people like that in this community. Um, I want to say thanks for doing this. Thanks for taking time. And then if you have anything you want to shout out, promote, I know you have a Twitch account. Where can people find you on social media and stuff? Absolutely. Thank you for, thank you for having me on. Um, I appreciate it. Sorry. I was late and sorry that I got a weird ghost call there. Um, the, did you, wait, I have a question. Do you have, did you have anyone else from my season on your show? No, you're the first one I've had from your season. Okay. okay. Cause I just, I knew that someone interviewed Jesse and she was just dogging on me from, uh, my season and i was like oh, i wonder if that yeah um anyways uh you guys can find me at twitch.tv slash chumlord um uh yeah i basically have been just streaming every episode uh there don't tell anyone i don't want to get in trouble uh but yeah we've like i've just had a, a decent little community just like let's all watch this episode together i basically talk about it i bullshit like say what i hate whatever uh and then like an hour after that i just like i play video games in between that and then an hour after that me and cameron go live we do otb um on the block uh and we just like yeah just talk about the episode summarize it like i usually have something like oh this happened on twitter today uh because i'm obsessed with that but yeah it's a good little community it's fun it's very inclusive um yeah come and hang out and watch me on twitch and uh come tell me i'm stupid if you don't like me that'll be fine too um, yeah, thanks again for having me. It's out. Hell yeah. No. Awesome, man. All right. Thanks cool. again. Yeah, yeah, take care. That was episode six with McCray Olson from Big Brother 15. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. His links will be linked below. You can find him on Twitch at, at twitch.tv slash chumlord. You can find me on social media at Dylan underscore Deckard underscore. Thank you.